two. Season three. You know what they? You know what they did just bring back or put on a Netflix Community. Community. I mean, I have Hulu, and that's what yeah. Community was on, so yeah. I was able to watch all that. Um, but I, like two nights ago, I was watching some Community. Started with, um, I think it's is it my favorite episode. I'm trying to think back to exactly what it was. It's in season three, and. Uh, shoot. I can't remember, but it's uh, super funny. Like, I love it. Um, then I watched a couple from season two um, where Chang is um, a security guard for the college. And, but he's living behind, like, the coffee shop. Yeah. And he, like, sleeps with, like, a mannequin leg. And then he, like, thinks he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a detective. And he's, like, trying to make all these, like, connections to like not even like a crime and it's just it's so funny and he like burns down his like whole like little shack in the back and it's really funny and like i can't remember what the other people are doing they're like do oh no no no. i remember my favorite episode my favorite episode is um the model un episode that's a good one because it has the guy the guy from like i know him from freaks and geeks I think he's also in, um, like, a bit character in Silicon Valley. It's a tall guy, big nose, glasses, he's got long hair and a beard. And <laughs> it's one of the stupidest jokes. But he, um, Jeff Winger runs into his office, and he goes, stop right there, mister. And he looks at the door, and it's the professor's name. And he goes, Dr. Kligoris? Kligoris? <laughs> and he goes, eat a pronunciation this time. What can I help you with? <laughs> It's so blatantly like a play on clitoris. Um, I think my favorite episodes off the top of my head are the paintball episodes. Yeah, paintball is incredible. Like some of the best ones. The first paintball one is like beautiful. All time. The one where they do the pillow fort or the blanket fort. Yeah, that was like time. the Civil War. And the one where they run like a, it's like a, what is it? It's like a black market chicken finger business. Yeah, that that's one's a good really one. good. That's a really good episode too. Yeah, I like I like when they they bring it in. Um, I don't know what the actor's name is, but he's in a million different things. He's in Always Sunny as the uh, Marine, like the soldier. Yes. Um, where he's just like, oh, like my name isn't Tim anymore. It's Subway Sandwich, <laughs> and like he becomes like the cool, he becomes the coolest guy on like campus because he's like promoting. He's like a human billboard for Subway Sandwiches. Or the Halloween episode with the zombie apocalypse. That one's good. Yeah. There's one where they're... Um, this whole out. Um, there's one where um, they all uh, are... Uh, what do you call it? It's Halloween and like, Britta gets like a, one of her psych tests that she does on all of them. And one of the psych tests like shows that one of like the gang members is a psychopath and so they all tell ghost stories and they do like these little like sketches that like go off and it's so funny it's like abed like is super like realistic like oh like uh the even though like the characters come into the log cabin it's not going to be like the monster's going to come after them like right away like it takes time and they're like abed like speed this speed this story up um 
Annie does something where it's like Jeff's like a sexy vampire. Um, <clears throat> Pierce, Pierce is the funniest. He comes in with like two ladies, and he's just like, uh, he's like he has hair, and he just comes in. He's like, oh, like go ahead, ladies, like in the bedroom, like I'm out here pouring myself a cup of brandy, and Troy and Abed come in, but Abed has a do rag on, like a big slave of slave clock. And Troy has a wife beater on and looks like Coolio. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, they both come in with their guns pointed. They're like, yo, 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 what's up? What's up, old man? Give us your, give us all your money and brandy. And he beats him up and he punches Abed. Abed like falls over. And then he like, tr- uh, Troy dodges a couple of uh, Pierce's punches and then he unzips his pants. You hear like, <laughs> and then. And then the dick punches. Oh no! Troy goes. Oh my god! And the dick punches him in the face. <laughs> and then like that's it. And then like that's it. And then they're like they go back to like the real life, and all of them are like, "Pierce, that wasn't a scary story." Pierce might be. All the characters are great, but Pierce might be my favorite character just because he's so I know. just racist and like yeah and he also has like, some of like the funniest things but like on set people hated him yeah, people dude, just don't like Chevy I Chase I guess Chevy Chase is a giant dickhead yeah people really don't like him but. um I would I think my favorite is uh either Annie or like later seasons Abed um beginning like first <laughs> two seasons of Abed isn't that funny um, no, he's like, it takes like a whole like, two seasons for Troy and Abed to become funny. Yeah. But then there's like the side characters I really like in that model UN one, like the guy who reads off all the crises that are happening. I forget his name. Um, he's like a super nerdy kid and he just screams like, crisis alert and starts like throwing out like, a tornado has hit Indonesia. Crisis alert. No, it's, it's, my favorite hands down side character is the fucking principal. The fucking uh, oh, Dean. Dean, yeah. Dean. I don't even say he's a side character. He's like a he's a main, he's character. A main character. But then the fucking I can't even remember her name. That's how much I don't like her. The other girl in the group is just fucking terrible. Britta, yeah, yeah. Britta they were like the worst. Kind of, there's been interviews with that actress. I don't know her name, but she's just like, oh, I know. I was like the most hated yeah. fan character. <laughs> Another funny one about the Dean. In um, that Halloween one, where they're all psychopaths and telling ghost stories, it's um, what's the what's the black woman's name? Oh, Shirley. Shirley. Yeah. Wow. What was yes. that? Um, her ghost story is about how like all these like punk teenagers for gang comes into the log cabin. They're like, oh, like let's have premarital sex and and drink alcohol and smoke drugs and um then like the devil comes in the dean dressed in like a female devil's costume and he's like oh i need to do those things but then like shirley comes down and she's an angel because the rapture happened or something and she's just like uh like blows the the dean devil out the door and she's just like oh like I forgive you, even though I'm not going to save you and take you with me. You're still bad people. And then they're like, oh, no. And then the dean comes into the front door with the chainsaw. And he just screams, screams, gay marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, 
There's the chainsaw around me all screaming. That's like the ghost story. I'll keep it. The super cut of the Dean wearing all his different outfits, like in like the fourth oh. season, is one of the best moments in like television. There's a, there's a good clip where the Dean sees Jeff, and Jeff actually like, turns around to face the Dean, and he's wearing sunglasses, and he looks good, and the Dean falls on the ground like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, he's just, like, and he's like seizing on the ground, he goes, so sexy, and he starts screaming, look at his shadow, even his shadow is sexy. Or Troy and Abed in the morning is also, yeah, like an all-time Turn on show. Years. Troy Abbott in the morning is really good. Joe Kelly and Native based like yeah, based their personalities off of them too. Um, that show is gonna actually that show landed real bad. Jeff Winger left. I think and the only like mainstay on the show was Britta, Abed, and Annie. I think by the end, by the end, it was Britta. It was and and uh, Senior Chang, too. Yeah. I don't think, I think Jeff left, I think Chevy Chase left, and I think uh, Troy left. Yeah, and Shirley left. Yeah, I'd probably share the left, though. Yeah, no, the last two seasons of that show are fucking awful. Yeah, they're really bad. I've never, I've, I've, I've watched a couple, like, while they were on TV. Um, yeah, I've watched it all the way through, but, like, oh. Are we recording? Yeah, we've been recording. Oh. Well, this was a great long intro <laughs> about community. Um, you guys haven't watched community. Well, well, let me tell you. Yeah, we just spoiled <laughs> at least like 10 episodes before you don't have to watch those. Minimum. Um, and uh, so, welcome back to the Throne Stone <laughs> Podcast. This is the also, oh, Friday night edition. The boys are drinking. Quarantine edition. The boys be drinking. Um, what are you drinking? Did we put up some beer? What kind of beer, though? I'm drinking. Um, what is it? Who's who does this? Ben Water. Go. Oh yeah, yeah. Classic. All right, Um, did you put up the last one? Yeah, I put it up today. I don't know if it's hit. It might come out tomorrow. Because okay. I don't know how Anchor works with. I don't know how quickly the turnover is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but um, no, no, it the turnover is pretty good because it's on my thing right now. Oh, yep, quarantine madness. <clears throat> wow. Um, um, speak. So, welcome back. Episode two of quarantine once. Um, we'll do another one after the weekend. A normal time. Um, I had to basically, like I told you before, I had to start getting back to work, basically in my house, but just contacting kids. I have a taste load of six children to communicate with. Wow. My other, co- my other co-workers probably have like 20. Yeah. Uh, and they're just so like, we, we know he's just playing Xbox all day, so we'll give him six. Yeah. I told them that. Yeah. They, they made they made a website, um, my co-worker, my like cluster leaders, and they were like, can I get a, uh, the, the woman who was setting it all up was like, can I get a picture of everyone so we can put it on the website? And um, I immediately sent that the photo of myself at eight o'clock in the morning while playing Xbox. I had my Xbox headphones on. My hair was crazy. I'm wearing um, like a Patagonia fleece, zip up, but it was 
no shirt underneath and zipped all the way down like my chest. And I sent it to her and I was like, I'm unshaven. And she went, um, do you really want to use that one? And I'm like, uh, no. And then she sent out the website and that was the one that was on it. <laughs> but then I sent her another one and she changed it. <coughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to go work for Amazon because they're paying like $17 an hour. But um, I went in today to get like my badge photo done and they were like, I like waited for like an hour and a half. And then finally they were like, they were like, oh um, yeah. Like I sat down and whatever. And they were like, yeah. So like, I don't know how this happened, but you signed up for something that doesn't exist. And I was like, oh, perfect. Awesome. That is exactly great. Um, so now I have to like refigure out what shift I'm going to do. I might be working. Like Are you going to get your unemployment bill? Your unemployment check? I, so I got that, that, that Trump unemployment check. Probably. I don't really know how that works. I thought, I didn't think it was, <clears throat> I didn't think that think that you, was like unemployment. I thought it was like stimulus. I was under the impression that it was an unemployment check where everyone would be getting the 1200 if you had filed for unemployment with, huh. during this time. Huh. Yeah, I'm not sure because I didn't really look into it because I'm. But I'm also employed. like technically not unemployed. I think I don't really know how it works because like I have severance where I get paid through the end of the month. Yeah. And then I'm planning on going back to work because like I can't just fucking sit on my thumb. Yeah, exactly. I was just talking. I, I, the days bleed into one another, and I don't know if it was talking with you. We're talking with one of my girlfriend's friends about applying for unemployment. Um, but they were in a weird like situation too. Um, whoever I was talking to where it was like, oh yeah, like I had to file for unemployment, but I'm able to go back. It's just as soon as all this ends, the company's going to start back up for the whatever, the business. And I get to go back, but we all get to be on unemployment and claim the benefits. And I'm like, that doesn't... Like, when I think about unemployment, unemployment's like, I have no job and I have to go find another one. It's not like I, we're all, it's a weird limbo situation right now for some people. Because I feel like people have filed for unemployment, but they, as soon as their business opens back up, they're going right back. And so, like, that doesn't seem like unemployment to me. But the other thing that I'm worried about is benefits. Yeah. Cause yeah, like, see, you, you, say you, you slip down the stairs and you have no one to cover uh, a medical bill because you, like, you broke your arm or something. Or, like, if I fucking get the coronavirus and I have to go to the hospital. Yeah, like, even, even worse, yeah. Um, but because I literally can't be on my mom's or dad's insurance because they both get through the state of Massachusetts and I don't live there. Yeah. So it's not like I can just go back on my parents. I could marry my roommate and go on his, but I think that's a whole legal thing. What did your roommate do? Uh, he's the AGM at Bartaco. Uh, they're still open, maybe. Yeah, they're open for takeout, so they're only doing like it's all the salaried employees are running takeout. I was gonna say like there's definitely like people that they had to be like we can't pay you they, like a dishwasher like they, they or I mean they can do dishwashers people making food in the back but no. It's only salaried employees are doing everything. Sure. 
So all. But he's like, he is he making food? Um, no, because they still have like the they're like chefs are salaried. Um, but he's like probably like a chef and like a couple sous chefs, but. He's like bartending. He's fucking like making drinks. He's doing all that shit. Are you? Oh, that's right. Nashville, like, is he? He's making like cocktails to go, isn't he? Yeah, like to go margaritas, like all that kind of shit. That's <clears throat> badass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's been working like fucking like thirteen hour days. He goes in at nine and he comes home at like nine or ten. Well, I. I not right, but he's probably not dealing with as many um, customers. So like they he gets like you know I know you know how like uh, service like restaurants they're like weird with that shit like where it's like you, it's not a nine to five like you get yeah. so they're probably found like a loophole to be like well you're not seeing as many customers well I mean so like, we're gonna keep you on the clock he normally and also he's salaried so like it's like he's that's expected like he exactly. usually works like a ten hour day at minimum even like when this yeah. is happening, but also they've like, they normally, their like goal, I think it was like to stay open for like bar taco. You had to be doing $2,500 in takeout every day. I think over last weekend they were doing 10 grand in takeout. Yeah. I mean like I've like stupid amounts. You, you moved down there and I, you were like, Oh, I work at bar taco. And then after you told me, the, the, I'm like, oh, like I hear about Bar Taco all the time. Like, I yeah. know it's like a swinging place. Yeah. No. So they've been, po- and like they're in such a good location too. So, mm. but yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of, if we go way, way back, speaking of the Trolling Stone podcast, um, we'll give another shout out to the JSM podcast. They drop in another episode today um where my brother and his dumb friends talked about stonks um skunks i'm happy stonks 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 um no joke i listened to maybe like 10 minutes of it and it's him specifically my brother and uh, another one of his friends talking about day trading it's bananas it doesn't make any sense to me because i'm like whatever um, I've my brother. I've been following Portnoy like somewhat, but I don't what understand get, what. That's what they start. They start talking about how <laughs> Portnoy's been like buying crazy stuff, but then like they get into how they are day trading. Like Sam what my Fritz bro- is day trading. Like, he must be doing like penny stocks. I have no idea. Uh, or like day trading is like a lot cheaper, where it's just like you're watching and like you're just putting. I don't even. I don't know how he has any money either. But. A much greater um, presence entered the podcasting realm um, today. Today, today, um, much greater than my brother's Dinky podcast, and much greater than this juggernaut of an entertainment system at Trolling Stones. Um, Dunk God bless America. Duncan is about to sneeze, and I, and I saved him. Um, no corona in this chat room. Um, I just went to the gonna, just to just real quick. I just went to the gas station, and then there was this like kind of fat old guy wearing like like think of like uh, when my dad was fat, but if he was like way shorter, 
and he what, was what, what what is his more defining quality? Was he more fat than old, or was he more old than fat? He was more fat than old. He was probably like uh, fifty, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like, but he was this like schlubby guy wearing this like old fucking gross Titan shirt, and Love it. he was like walking around the store, and like he went to get a drink, and like used his shirt to open the thing, but then he was standing directly behind me just going <sighs> and i was like can was, dude pick one pick one bro he was at he was out of breath from the refrigerator to the front counter but also like if you're gonna open doors with your fucking shirt then don't stand directly behind me uh, well yeah social distancing you're not breathing you're not breathing on no He's, he's, he's like, literally on the back of my neck. <gasps> I was like, are you going to fucking have a heart attack back there, guy? Do I need to call oh, someone? Did you wash your neck? No, I've done nothing. Beauty. I've continued um, life completely as normal. I just... Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Um, uh... Duncan and I have definitely mentioned it on the podcast before, but um, two of our uh, biggest heroes um, on um, a theatric, um, a cinematic, and a um, comedic scale, um, the duo of George St. Keeglin and Charmed I'm Sure of Gil Faison, um, of Oh Hello on Broadway fame, <laughs> have started their own podcast um i've only listened to is, about two minutes of it no i've listened to like no minutes of it i haven't listened i've listened to the intro listened, and that's it i listened to the very like the whole thing in one sitting it's like it's it 20 minutes long. yeah no i know i just didn't do it i'm sorry uh, i had a lot of things today um running around like a so in my head go off their podcast uh oh hello podcast it's very specific that podcast. it's not podcast. It's a podcast. Um, is um, a talking about and interviewing people. Um, henceforth, on the princess, the day Princess Diana died. So it's it's uh, quite breathtaking. This first episode, um, they introduced us to um, none other than George St. Kieran and Charmed I'm Sure Gil Faison. But their producer, Ira, and then they talked with a woman. Um, both their producer and the woman were um, dumbfounded that the two were doing a podcast on the death of Princess Diana because it's like she died in the 80s, I think. Yeah. And like no one's talking about that anymore. Um, but it's beautiful. Um, it makes me want to, like that whole, jokes aside, like they're doing this comedic thing that the two comics are doing is fucking I've been waiting for this for so long. It, like, I've just been waiting where, for like, the, anything George St. Geeglin and Gil Faison. Anything. It's been so long. Like, like dude, I just take anything in. And I, I was it. dating Maggie when that was on Broadway. That's how fucking long yeah. that was. That's, yeah. So we, we, Duncan has seen them on Broadway. Live. Amazing. We have seen Oh Hello on Netflix. 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 I would Netflix. say, what if you had a guess as to how many times we've watched that? Not all the way through, but at least started it. What, oh, at least 
started it, there yeah. were t- there was it, it was every Friday and Saturday for at least like months, <laughs> like four months. Yeah, we would every Friday and Saturday we would come home from the bar and just put on a halal. And then, like, also just over on the times we've just been like, let's just fucking watch this. Yeah, or it's, yeah, it's like a, it's like a Saturday a- afternoon we're we're getting ready to go out and we start it as a pregame and we're watching. I would say conservatively, I would put my over under at like forty five. I would say over. I I would put my over under at like like sixty. Yeah, sixty one. Sixty one. Are you taking over like, under? Yeah, I'm saying, but I'm be saying basically like my over under is higher. Yeah, like six sixty maybe sixty and a half. And I'm like, we've definitely seen it. I would say maybe under sixty and a half. All the way through, I've probably seen it 10 times. Oh, all the way through, yeah, yeah, 10, 10, 12 times. Maybe. Maybe at Baker's. Yeah. But then there's also, like, honestly, Kroll Show is where this idea started. And then they're also in fucking, they're in Portlandia. They're, like... They're in Portlandia. They're, um... They There's play. a bunch of like they when they're promoting the Netflix thing, they go they on Conan, they yeah. go on the, the John Stewart show, where, or not John Stewart, John Oliver show. I keep saying John Stewart. I said that the other day too. Um, they went on. My and, favorite was they went on Seth Meyers. That's my yeah. favorite interview. My favorite is they Sethi. they go on Sethi. Conan. They go on Conan, and then they give Conan a gift basket, and it's just like weird stuff, like toenail clippings yeah. and tuna. <laughs> And he's kind of just like, thank you. Or I guess. Or um, whatever. Did you ever see the one where uh, it was like part two of George and Gil? It was like new characters they were trying out. And they were like yeah. hipsters. The hipsters. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, it was meh. Yeah. Um, but anyways, this new podcast is, is absolutely impeccable. It's awesome. And it's just like what me and Duncan have been waiting for. Um, we can now get into a little bit of um, going back to just to um, roots with what this whole podcast was about. We got a little bit of music to talk about. Um, I guess for a couple, for like little bullet, bullet points. I genuinely about. don't know what this podcast is about anymore. Like it's supposed well, to be about music, but the proportions like to... of time we spent talking about music and time we spend talking about not music is wildly disproportionate. Hmm. Yeah, we, we. I mean, but we always like go back to like, oh, did you listen to this? Did you listen yeah. to that? That's like the. That's like where. That's like a. It's the kernel um, that pops into the popcorn. That's like uh, I don't have a metaphor for it. It's just it's the seven. <laughs> Nailed it. Um. So we can start off um, big, obviously the probably the biggest name on the list. Um, biggest name on the list, Van Morrison. No, it's Drake. <laughs> Let's talk about Van Morrison's latest album that he dropped back in 2003. <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. Um, yeah. Um, Drake dropped Tushy Slide. Um, which this has named um, the the soon to be best TikTok song of all time. Um, 
I hate that your brother loves Drake so much. He, lo- he loves it. But no, I think my brother is making... He's it's a commentary, I think, on, like, the commercial. Like, Drake... This is Drake's... Um, <clears throat> shoot. What's that song? That single that he dropped, like, a million years ago that everyone listened to. Not a million years ago. Maybe, like, two years ago. But it's, like, the... Uh, Started from the bottom? No. After that. It was after... Uh, nice for what? Drake drop, nice for what? Um, as a single, listen. Shut up, listen. That was not what I was expecting you were used. That's the only reason I made Drake, the face. Drake dropped nice for what? As a, like a dance type of like, ooh, like groovy type of song. I think he's doing trying to like, he's trying to, you know, have lightning strike twice. With Tushy Slide, like a nice, like little, like groovy dance thing, drops it as a single. Uh, I think that's what my brother's commentary is, and that's what I was thinking when I was listening to it too. When I was just like, "Yeah, like this is this is like nice for what too," where it's awesome, sounds great, it's a very dancey song, but we're not going to hear. Tushy Slide does not will not characterize and identify what. Drake's album is going to be. No, not at all. <clears throat> Here's my stance on Drake's Drake. <clears throat> my very yeah. succinct stance on Drake. As long as he's not singing, I'm okay with it. <clears throat> I I like when he sings. I don't think his rapping is good. No, but I just hate his, like, the beats he has when he's singing are fucking awful. Yeah, I mean, he's not... He makes... I just, I don't understand, I mean, that's what music is right right now. I don't understand how he's so, I mean, I do, but I don't. I don't understand how his shit is rated so high because he's not a good singer. I don't think he's a good rapper. He's not making his beats. He's also ghostwriting a lot of shit. So it's kind of like, what or why does everyone still suck Drake's dick? I don't understand why he's so popular. It makes no sense. <clears throat> he's not, like I said, yeah, he, he's not. And then he, when you want, it's like, it's not like we are have a drought of music right now. No. There are much better rappers. There are much better <clears throat> singers. His beats are great. He's not making them, though. So it's kind of like, well, what, this, beat, this guy who makes his Drake beats could easily go with any other person. Yeah. And like, his ghostwriting, his lyrics, whatever. Someone else, again, someone else, that, that ghostwriter should be writing his own shit. You know but, what I um, hate most about Drake? Huh? You know what I hate most about Drake? What? When he starts to do his fucking, like, London Jamaican bullshit. Yeah, he's like, bum bum Yeah, yeah, That, that. makes me want to shoot myself in the face. Yeah, no. I'm good. Um, I, I'm... As the words pouring out of my head, I'm thinking back. He, uh, what do you call it? He almost like pre-marketed the song because he just revealed what his uh, kid looks like. So it's like he's gotten yeah. buzz being like, "Hey, I got a kid." Remember, like when I had like a baby mama and I like like said sorry in that song that like I have a kid after like the leak system. No, it was Pusha T. Pusha T, Disney's like, here's my kid. Remember when Remember when Pusha said I had a kid? Here he is, fucking eight months later. So, a year later. 
And then his and then Tushy side comes out the next day. Coincidence? I think not. He's he's have we ever seen his kid and Pusha T in the same room? Nope. 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 I I uh, can chalk it up to he's just really fucking good at marketing. He's like he's like a Kardashian. There's some bullshit going on with the Kardashians too, and it's just like, oh well, there's seasons coming out in the next two weeks. Yeah, what was oh the whole Taylor Swift thing? Yeah, it was porn I got involved in that too. It's the second time we're talking about porn only. But like I could care less. I could absolutely care less. Wait, how did so... I get involved with in it? Oh. Porno was just defending Taylor Swift. I thought it was I, I thought it was Feidelberg. Uh probably. I don't know. I'm I'm so so disinterested with anything current. Like I'm listening to podcasts, like we were talking about the other day, where it's like, oh, I was listening to Fighter and the Kid, I was listening to my brother's podcast, I was listening to PMT, and really, this Kim Kardashian stuff, the Drake stuff, if you're new music, I'm just like, I'm living in a bubble right now, where the only things I care about are the amount of uh, good players I'm pulling when I play my team on 2K. Or, like, um, the fucking schmucks you're playing with on Warzone. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, getting a gold, uh, orange box when I'm playing Warzone. Yeah. Finishing up the first season of Ozarks, and I learned how to play Hotel California today on the guitar. Yes. Like, I'm, go- I'm, I'm <clears throat> in my own world. I'm, uh, I'm living it. And I painted a chair black today. Fuck yeah. With uh, real paint or spray paint? Real paint. Hell yeah. Sanded and everything. Oh, look at you, bud. That's the one thing I miss about living at home. Three more to go. Oh no, two more to go. The one thing I miss, maybe not miss most, about living specifically at my house was being able to like do shit like that. Like, I can't... In town? Like, in Georgetown. Yeah. Was, like, be able to go down to, like, the, like, workbench and shit and, like, make things. I was never, like, like that. There was times where my big thing is, I know what you're talking about, that feeling of, like, almost independence where you're just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to make gotta, a chair. I'm going to nail a couple two-by-fours together, see what happens. <laughs> I do that. I don't do that, but I do that same mentality when it's kind of like I wake up on, it's this, this was your, I love doing this, like, uh, summer in high school, like senior year, like we're going into or going to college next, whatever. And I'm like, it's Saturday morning. It's seven in the morning. And I'm just like, I got some errands to do. I don't really, I just, I'm like, I got some errands to do. And I just, I just drive and I come back home and it's like three in the afternoon. And I'm like, wow. And like, you know, I bought like two pairs of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I like, and like, I like, like Chipotle. You like, you just, yeah, I, and just like thought about life. I read the paper. <laughs> I went through a big phase uh, where I was making candles out of. Uh, I would make candles out of uh, old liquor bottles. Yeah, yeah. You're, you you tried to get me to do some of that. Yeah, I'm a big convince people to do things kind of guy. Yeah, I'm like this is fun. You should do this. Manipulating me to like what you like. Yeah. Maybe that's why all of my relationships have failed. 
Um, but like I, I the same mentality where you're like I gotta make something. It's like I gotta go, I gotta go run it again. Yeah. I gotta go do something. I think like I got a couple things I gotta take care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite phrase of all time. I got a couple things I gotta take care of. I got, I got, I got a couple. I got a couple. Hey, Duncan, you wanna play Xbox? I got a couple things I gotta take care of. Then really, it's I gotta take a shit. <laughs> I gotta take a shit, and I gotta make a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I gotta check a couple of emails. Yeah, I don't get emails anymore. I have not. Until the quarantine, I had not touched my computer for, like, months. <clears throat> yeah, the only time I touched, like, the laptop was, like, yay, and <laughs> I need to make a quick lesson plan for tomorrow because I found out I'm teaching or something or whatever. But yeah. that's, the, that's the cool thing about teaching that sometimes I, like, uh, I, I never knew. Like, there have been days where it's, like, I, I'm in school teaching, and then, like, halfway through, like, someone, like, another teacher comes in or, like, I'm at, like, my period and they're like oh hey like you don't gotta teach tomorrow like you have a meet like a meeting to go to or you got like a a, a history department lesson or like a history department professional development i'm like what like yeah you don't gotta teach for like a or b block and i'm like hell yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Booyakasha. and i'm just like wow okay and i like come, and then i come in in like sweatpants and i'm like hey <laughs> Dicks flopping all over. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm king of the castle, king of the castle. <laughs> all, these, all the math and English teachers are looking at me, like, oh, like, and I'm just like, I don't gotta teach my, I don't gotta teach two out of my four blocks. Wow, wow, we wow. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, great talk about Drake. Um, <laughs> it was, it was decent. I don't mind it. Yeah. 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 Seriously, five. All right. Um, uh, future. I dropped uh, Tycoon. Uh, I listened to it right before we got on because I forgot. Great. I like it. Just what you expect in the future. Yeah. Um, I always like to do like to hear some evolution in sound sometimes. Um, and there is, like, it's not, like, the exact same beat every single time you get from future. Sometimes you can get that from future. It's just, like, the same exact shit over and over and over again. Future's weird because it's very, very, like, cookie cutter, but it's mm-hmm. also not, weirdly. Like, I don't know how he pulls it off, but, like, he'll have stretches of songs that all sound very similar, but it's not, like, I would compare him to Travis Scott in a lot of ways, where, like, Travis Scott sometimes, like, the first time you listen to his album, you're like, these songs all just blend together. They might as well be weird. Yeah. But Future, yeah. it's like you always kind of know. Like, there's something different about every song, and I, it's hard to put your finger on, but they're all, like, different enough. I feel like, yeah, there's, like, um, when you're listening to a future song, I do think that for, like, him and, like you said, with Travis Scott and a lot of other people, um, that the difference is, is who comes in on the feature. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you can be listening to an entire future album, and um, if it's kind of like a, eh, album you i can go like oh i rem- i know this song from this song from this song because of this feature this feature this feature same with travis scott where you can listen to astroworld you're like this all sounds the same but i know kanye came in on that verse and then tyler the creator came in on that verse and then whoever came in on the next this the next song like so these are the different songs only because it's different features today future is the same way but i do think there are some future albums where there is a variation in even like 
tonal wise. Like, okay, this is completely different sound. Mm. Not because there's a different feature in it, but because it's a different sounding sound. Yeah. Um, really underrated is What a Time to Be Alive with Drake and Future is actually like a great album. Yeah. Not all of it, but back. there's like one stretch where it's just like six straight good songs. Yeah, there's there's actually like six, uh, five or six songs from that album in my playlist, and they pop up, and it's like, yeah. okay, I'm not touching. There's probably good. nine total good songs on that album, but I think like three of them got way too overplayed. Yeah. yeah. Um, you said he dropped like a, a mixtape. So he just, he it. put one of his old mixtapes up on all the streaming uh, platforms. Yeah. So it's like older shit. That's why it's like featuring Juvenile and like all that shit. Yeah. Beast Mode came out in 2015. That's, that's a long time ago. Music has changed. Future and Zaytoven. But um, I will say music has changed, but Future is one of those artists where it doesn't feel like he... Like his old shit still feels like... It could, he could still drop it today and it'd be relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another song, another uh, single that came out. This actually came out last week. Yeah, we just didn't talk about it. RTJ, Ooh La La. Or didn't we talk about Ooh La La? We briefly Vaguely. discussed it, I think. Yeah. I listened to it, I liked it. Like, the whole, uh, very childlike, like, the ooh la la like hook yeah like, eh, eh, but I do think um Killer Mike was fucking great on it yeah. I did like Killer Mike's verse so like I feel like there's been some like kickback about that particular single and like I pers- I think it's one of those ones that's gonna grow on people cause like I really like it maybe yeah. it's just me being a huge RTJ guy but there was so many people like I was just listening to it today um, on um, Let Me Breathe um, on um, Blue Chips, on Action's Blue Chips uh, 7000. Let Me Breathe was a single, and no one liked it, and I was like, this is fucking great. Let that's Me Breathe. The one, like that. like, that's like literally the one good song on that album. I know some other songs. Yeah, there's like a that. couple other decent ones, but that was like my favorite but I rem- song. I remember when we, when we were talking about it, Way back when, because that album's been out for a while. Um, not many people like "Let Me Breathe," but we were on on that grind. Uh, yeah, we knew about it. We great. liked it, and then a lot of more people came around to it. And now it's like I, I, I heard I heard it at the gas station the other day because the dude was listening to like his Wait, own shit. Dude, did I tell you the other day? So I like usually during the day I keep my fucking balcony door open because it's so nice out. The other day. I'm just sitting here playing Xbox or, like, doing whatever. Some dude rolls up to the stoplight, bumping Cousin Stiz. Like, yeah, yeah, you're telling bumping. Me. And I was like, I wanted to get, be like, excuse me, can we be friends? Just rip, <laughs> just rip your Red Sox flag behind you off and just hold uh, off and be like, Stiz. And be like, I don't know what you're talking about. The guy's like, I don't fucking know, dude. My friend showed me the song. Um, last thing we can talk did about. We, wait, did we talk about know. Yankee and the Brave last week or last on Tuesday? What? Yankee and the Brave? No. That was the other RTJ single. Oh, no, we did, we did. I, yeah. So I haven't found that. That's not on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, it is. And we have to listen to it then. 
That song fucking, that's a great gym song. It's like real classic LP production. Well, and I'm into it. Well, it's like gritty and like goes really hard and then Mike comes in and then he raps over for a little bit and then the beat like actually drops in the middle of his verse and then it's like off to the fucking races. Oh, yeah. I love it. Talk dirty. Very, very ITJ3. Yeah. Um, the last one we talked about is an album drop um, today. Thundercat dropped. Um, it is what it is. Um, Who? Oh, Thundercat. Yeah, yeah. Thundercat. Let's just do a little bit of it. There's um, there's one single that came off of, or not even a single. It's like a a, a decent <laughs> song to listen to and everything. It's called. Uh, My computer's being a being a window right now. Oh well. My computer. It's I don't know. 20, I need to get a funny something. I need to get a fucking external hard drive because my computer is just like it's getting to the point of being like an old iPhone where it just like is slow and like loses battery really quick all the time. I don't, I have my laptop plugged all the time. It's called uh. Uh, funny thing. Um, it's okay. Actually, Dragon Ball Durag is on this um, album, and it, that's pretty good. And King of the Hill is is all right too. But it's just it's very much just it's uh, and probably Gambino's on a song, but I didn't even hear him rap, so I don't even think he does. Dude, we it, talked about the Gambino just, album last week, right? We we talked about his album last week. I'm not not sure um, I'm a fan of what childish can be like where the boat's headed. Yeah, I mean, I want to see I want to see more Atlanta. I feel like that's what he's working on. Yeah, that's probably. Or he could be living. I feel like he's becoming like Jim Carrey, where he's literally just like in a home somewhere, just painting. He's like just like, like I don't a, want like that. A, like a nursing home. No, just his, like, his home. Excuse me, can you get me a Werther's, please? A Gordon's original, the Amber Alert of Caramels. That's called a callback to the business, folks. Um, that's all I got for music. I've been listening to a lot of Arctic Monkeys. I learned Hotel California today. The only other one is the baby. Um, dropped yeah. a single. <laughs> it was very like. It almost sounded like when Nelly tried to do country music. <laughs> That's how I would describe right. it. So I, I'm at a point now where I'm a I'm in old 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 24. Um, but I work with children, and what they listen to, I can't listen to. Yeah, no, no. Like I just know that my kids listen to the baby, and I'm, I, dude, I'm out. But like I'm fully in on the baby. As far as like his older shit, like his past two albums have been fucking like I'm all in. He has like he's the first person I've heard in the in like this generation of music that truly has done like something different. His flow's completely different, his beats are all different, his beats all bang. And like when was the last artist you know that came out of fucking North Carolina? Name me an artist out of North Carolina. 
like you think about it too like the scene right yeah, now is like, is like houston atlanta mm-hmm. like la new york yeah and like yeah. he just fucking made it out of charlotte so like i have a ton of respect for him but i just hope that he doesn't release an album of like country rap yeah, like, I'm gonna have to listen to it. I'm like, gonna have to go again, back and again a situation also, I, where I'm concerned about what direction the ship is heading. Yeah, I, I also haven't just given him a, a legitimate look. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I, I literally, I'll give you a recommendation of songs because, like, yeah, I'm. And yeah. the other thing is, this is when you know he's legit. My dad's a big fan. That's Rick like the, the seal of approval. Then I gotta listen. I'll probably give him a listen tomorrow when I go on my yeah. run. Um, any other music? Um, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think so. I feel like we're gonna be in a little bit of a drought for music. Like, there's not gonna be I because yep. of this thing that's happening right now. I don't think like a summer big summer explosion of music is gonna come out. No, um, but I will say I think artists are gonna take this opportunity. They're, I think I think a lot of people are gonna capitalize on this opportunity to just release a ton of backlog stuff. And so I think we might get mm. lucky with like a lot of mixtapes going on Apple Music. I think we might get or Spotify or whatever. I think we might get lucky with like a lot of throwaway kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Because what else? See, like, what else do they have to do but fucking release music? Yeah, unless like I could see a lot of like a like a instrument and rock bands. Um, as soon as the band like the quarantine is lifted, yeah, everyone getting back into the the studio. Like the the Strokes, the Strokes put up two singles, but they haven't recorded their entire album. And I remember seeing something being like they aren't in the album because they have a lot of technicians for they're doing some crazy shit. They got a lot of synths and very just like ethereal um very much like landscape music type going on and it takes a lot of technicians to be in there and the quarantine in england or new york or wherever they are has been like you can't go in the album because you can't go in the studio because you have like 25 people on hand ready to make this music for you so they haven't been able to like finish up their album i think that's going to be the difference between um like rap and other stuff like that is i think with rap, I think a most guys have a studio in their house at home. Yeah, at home. And then I think what that lends to is you can record your vocals and just send them off. Exactly. And bang, 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 and all of a sudden there's a song. Like the like the the old Brockhampton way. I yeah. think we get RTJ four within the next month and a half. I think that's a done deal. Because they've, wow. they've essentially been quarantining this whole time. They, that's what they do for every fucking album, is they lock themselves away in a studio in the middle of nowhere, and then just record for like three months. Haven't, and like, besides even these um, two singles, haven't they like been teasing it a little bit? that they're oh, Absolutely. Yeah. They've been teasing it hardcore on social media. Can we go back to... Um, like one of our first podcasts, what did what did LP and Killer Mike they were saying that their next few albums are going to not be music but just be projects? 
I remember this exactly what you're talking about. Like RTJ8 was they're going to adopt the child. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like it was it was like RTJ8 they're going to adopt a child and raise him to be a rapper and then that's yeah. going to be RTJ8. Then RTJ9 is going to be the baby <laughs> album. It was something funny like that, like like RTJ7 or like RTJ6, we're going to buy a team. We're going to buy a football team. <laughs> uh, fuck, I can't, I Googled it real quick and I can't find it, so we'll move yeah. on. Um, also, so I was looking, I finally signed into our fucking Anchor account for the first time and God knows how, how long. And so I was reading our like description of our podcast and it's, uh, I, wait, I'll read it word for word. I mean, everyone else can read it, but it's just wicked funny. Um, fucking fuck. I'm so bad at this. Why do I not have things pulled up all the time? Um, la da da da, la da da da. A podcast about music, life, and Big Brother. So. Oh, we have Big Brother. <laughs> wait, did you hear this one? This came out the other day. Is that um, the. So, like, the contestants in, like, I think it was, like, London or, like, the United Kingdom, um, Sweden, and, like, they're, but they're, so they're basically the moral of the story. There's big brothers going on in Europe that are, like, just wrapping up who yeah. didn't know about the coronavirus at all. Mm. And, like, didn't know, like, family members, like, yeah, real dicey. So, like, I believe, I don't know, I haven't seen the clip, I haven't looked for it at all, but they were going to, like, do, like, a live eviction, and they were going to tell all of the contestants about it on live TV. And if that's not must-watch TV, I don't know what is. Oh, my God. Well, I was thinking the same thing, because me and my girlfriend are watching Survivor every week, and I'm like, wow, they don't know. But then I was like, wait a minute, like, they filmed this entire thing, like, back, like, in October. Yeah. In, like, I, Maui so or whatever what, I wonder if they're going to do Big Brother this year. This year? Well, it. I mean, it's... Big Brother comes on the air. Like, their first episode is in May, I think. It's either May or June. And then... Yeah. It's supposed to be a summer thing. people in the same house, in theory. Wow. If we are deprived of Big Brother during a quarantine, I will be livid. Yeah. Fuck. Don't think about that. That's huge. But, counterpoint, if there's no Big Brother this year, we go back and we watch old Big Brothers. Yeah, because you can go on, like, CBS and, and like, we can, can go back to, like, like, Big Brother, like, one. one. <laughs> you can go back. Uh, I heard one's bad. I heard, I heard, like, it doesn't get good until Big Brother, like, four. Okay. Well, either way, we'll do some research and we'll figure out, and then we'll go back and watch like a 1990 Big Brother. Oh yeah, dude, Beautiful. they all have like bushes. <laughs> I one time read um, it, it was a it was a not based on real. It was like a Big Brother fan fiction, not ba- like it was just like a a Big Brother scenario. <laughs> it was a Big Brother Reddit thread. <laughs> it was weird. I didn't like it. Wasn't like. Um. So so we can start wrapping some stuff up. Um. We just at Turner Stone Podcast. We love our comedy. 
Um, and we want to talk about um, some of the great um, comedy specials that have been coming to Netflix and will be coming to Netflix very soon. Um, I really didn't know until I was listening to Crystalia's podcast how, like, they have, like, a little tagline, like, Netflix is a joke. Yeah. That's, like, their actual, like, movement of, like, yeah. getting comedians to, like, have their specials on Netflix. And yeah, and it's, like, specifically thing. dedicated to, like, promoting the Netflix specials, um, mm-hmm. announcing it. It all goes through that specific, like... Yeah, it's kind of like how HBO... HBO has their own, like, I think it's, like, HBO stand-up. Yeah. Where it's kind of like a very much like a that group of people that is in HBO stand up or HBO comedy or whatever it's called yeah. um, takes care of you know Jerry Seinfeld has a huge HBO special. Did you ever watch Dan um, Soder's HBO special? What's up, Dan Soder? No, that's one I recommend. Dan Soder and Gary Goldman. If you haven't watched him, both good HBO specials. Yeah. Well. um... In recent news, uh, I believe it was Burt Kreischer first dropped his his Netflix special. Um, I watched the first 20 minutes of it, and we talked about it the other day. I'm not a big Burt fan. The Machine is funny, but besides that, he's just a big, loud guy with his shirt off telling, like, pee-pee jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's just, right just, alley. It's not like he rubs me the wrong way. It's just I'm like, eh. 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 It's, the thing is though, he's since he's in the circle of so many other comedians that I do like on their podcast, they always talk about funny Burt Kreischer jokes, like or just Burt Kreischer experiences. How like Tom Segura will be like, oh, like Burt's a fat fuck, and yeah. like ha ha ha, this I was out with Burt this time, and I'm like. I love that. That's funny. And then, like, I listen to Bert talk about the same experience, and I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. Like, I don't like my it. favorite is how in every stand-up, Tom mentions Bert, but does not. He fucks up his name on purpose. Like Bart Crystals, yeah. Bert Chrysler. Yeah, Bert Chrysler is the funny one. Uh, my friend Bert Chrysler. Um, um. Then yeah, the next week Tom Segura dropped. Yeah, then Tom Segura dropped his ball hog on Tuesday. I, I, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to watch it again. Probably, I don't even know when. Very funny. Like, he talks about moms, talks about dads, talks about... Uh, his bit about... So many good things. His bit about how you can ask your mom, like, one question that will just ruin the, like, rest of her life. That she will, like, think about every time. And he, like, the whole bit is, like, it was Christmas, and my parents were over, and it was them and their five dogs. And it's, like, Christmas morning, and my mom's, like, all happy, and she's, like, ba 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 it's Christmas. And he just looks at her, and he goes, Mom, have you ever thought about how you're going to have to bury all of your dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that to me? <laughs> Why? Why you that? He's like, um, have you ever thought about what happens if dad dies before you? And she's like, no. Why would I think about that? And he's no. like, well, no, I'm not. asking you, so think about it. And she's 
So yeah, that whole bit's hilarious. Um, and then another, there's like a part in like halfway through where like the, he almost loses the crowd, or like he's make, he makes this like a just a rough joke, and and like half the crowd's like oh my like dying, and the other half like oh, and he feels it. He's just like people. He's like get it together. He's like strapped in, folks. Like this is like this isn't even like the hard stuff. What's up? Um, and it's great. Um, doesn't stay in a call, but um, another one um, that actually just came up today. Uh, um, me and Duncan, I believe, were just talking about it um, beforehand. Sandwich. But um, we don't know if it's actual stand-up or oh, if it's kind of just kind of like an award show type of deal. But um, right. the Mark Twain Prize was broadcast on Netflix and it's a kind of almost like an award ceremony I believe Dave Chappelle is getting the Mark Twain prize for some sort of like oratory joke writing very whatever he's he does writing it's like the Mark Twain um, award for comedy I think yeah and so I but I don't know like is Mark Twain comedy Debatably, I, I'm more I'm more thinking it's like as an author or as like a liter literature literary person. I believe t- Mark Twain was regarded as like some of his works were regarded to be funny, and he is regarded to be like one of the first people to do like comedic style writing. What a what a way to be regarded. He was regarded as being funny. It's not like he is funny. He was just regarded as being funny <laughs> for his time. Like, he, like, like, all of his funny shit wasn't really... Like, he never meant it to be funny. Like, Babe Ruth was regarded as being good at baseball for his time. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, um, it is presented to an individual who has had an impact on American society in ways similar to Twain. Ah, uh, that makes more sense. Uh, but the thing here, here's what Steve Martin got it in 2005. I wow. Do you disagree with that? No, but that's another comedian. Yeah. What are the all like? Oh, dude. Do you have like? Dude, a, it's all it's all comics. Yeah. So this is like the the comedian's like Oscar, or this is like the comedian Heisman. Uh, 1998, Richard Pryor. Yep. Um, 2001, Whoopi Goldberg. 2002, Bob Newhart. Um, 2004, Lauren Michaels. Uh, Lauren Michaels only got it in 2004? Yeah, Lauren Michaels got it in 2004. I feel like you should have gotten it in, like, 1980. Well, it, it started in 98. Okay, that's fair. Um, 2007, Billy Crystal. 2008, George Carlin. Jeez, 2009. Yikes. I'm pulling on my collar. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Big yikes. 2010, Tina Fey. 2011, Fair, Will Ferrell. Uh, 2012, Ellen. 2013, Carol Burnett. I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, she had the Carol Burnett show in like the 70s and 80s. She was like a, like a funny woman. <laughs> she was like a funny woman. <laughs> she was like a funny woman. I think Carol. Oh no, that. What am I thinking? Wait, wait, wait. So I'm big. I'm big on um, history hyenas, as we covered last week, and um, fucking 
Giannis Papas loves to talk about. So, like, I guess in, like, the early 2000s, they did, like, a New York Comedy Awards. And it was, like, really, like, regal and, like, bullshit. And so, like, there were comedians who just didn't do it. Like, they didn't even show up because they were like, this is stupid. Yeah. And so, Giannis Papas and, like, a couple of his buddies put on their own, like, fake comedy award show. And so, for the funniest woman comedian, they put all the female comedians' names in a fishbowl and just picked one out. <laughs> it's awful, but that's so funny. That's so goddamn funny. <laughs> Back to the list. Um, Carol Burnett is like some sort of person. Um, 2000, 2014, Jay Leno. Why? 2015, Eddie Murphy. 2016, Bill Murray. 2017, David Letterman. 2018, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh. And love Julia. Did you see that there's a, a Vulture.com article where they reached out to writers and producers of a bunch of different shows and they asked them what the characters would be doing during coronavirus? And the one about Veep was so spot on that it wasn't even fucking funny. I didn't, I didn't see that. One of the lines from it was that Julia Louis-Dreyfus had sent VP Jonah... On a fact-finding mission up his own asshole. <laughs> See, Jolly Green Giant Buck. No, 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 that's not it. One of my, the alt might be one of the, oh. the greatest insults I've ever heard wasn't giant, you Jolly Green Giant Buck. Um, it was when um, uh, Myers went up to Jonah because he said something stupid. And you guys will listen up. Jolly Green Jizz Head. <laughs> there's, a, there's a super cut on YouTube. Uh, or at least like two of them. Of all the insults on Veep. And it's absolutely beautiful. Oh. It's amazing. Veep is an all time show. All time. Great show. I still need to see the final season. What? I still need to see the final season. The final season. season is very good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, and like that, that train never stopped rolling. Like no, that was like an never. amazing show every single time. I gotta find. Okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. There's one more. Um, there's one more quote from that article that I thought was so fucking funny. Uh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> the virus uh, did reach America as expected. There was some belief that it was brought to America by CBS anchor Mike McClintock who brought back a pet pangolin from China for his adopted daughter and may have eaten a bat while there. I thought since I was in China, I should try a bat, McClintock, until allegedly told friends. I love it. I love it. It's just so spot on. Yeah. And there was like, there was one about um, like Parks and Rec. There was one about uh, 30 Rock. There was one about... The office. There, no, there wasn't any about The Office. I think they couldn't get the writers or something. Um, there was one about Curb Your Enthusiasm. There was one about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It was, it's a good article. I'll send it to you. I would say that the one with The Office is... Me and, me and my girlfriend are talking about this, actually. Um, like, what would happen? Um, 
Michael, Dwight would Dwight would come in, cold open. Dwight would come in wearing like a hazmat suit and and like Pam greeting him at like the the front of, like desk and being like Dwight like. I know that everyone's really scared right now, but like this is only going to make people more scared. And he's just like scared of what? And she's just like, oh, of like coronavirus. And he goes, well, I'm not preparing for coronavirus. I'm preparing for like you know, I don't even know what the barnyard horse flu or yeah, something. No, yeah. And it's like something that like it's, it's some it's some like crop disease. Yeah, and then and then Michael struts in after him, and he's like kissing everyone on the mouth, and he like has no idea that the coronavirus is even happening. Like Michael, like you can't be doing that. Like the coronavirus could be spreading, and he's like the corona what? And he's just like, Pam, you're not supposed to drink on the job or something like. That. He says something no, stupid no. like that. Michael would be the governor of Georgia who found out 48 hours ago that asymptomatic uh, patients could transmit the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, that would. And be then, he, and then he, and then Michael gets like, like, like self conscious and really scared, and then starts researching everything on YouTube. Yeah, and he goes, "Oh, he's like, I've been on YouTube for two for three hours." He goes, "I'm, I'm an expert on Corona," and he starts like sealing off all like windows and yeah. like ventilations, and people are getting like really hot and sweating because it's so cold air coming in. And he's like, Michael, like, you can't do this. And he goes, we have to protect from Corona. Not the episode. I just yep. wrote an office. Yeah, we wrote an office. Uh, the Office, written by Trolling Stone Podcast. There you go. Well, and, and I would say the last thing before, <coughs> before we, we wrap up is um, Crystalia has a podcast coming out. No pain. April 14th. That's in 11 days. Very excited. Low Crystalia. Um, I'm a big Chris Celia guy, but I'm not sure how I feel about his stand-up. His stand-up is like, for me, it's like I have to get real high and watch it, or else it's like... His, his stand-up is nothing like his podcast. It's still like the same personality and like heightened, like, like <laughs> he's laughing at his own jokes, but it's so much more off the rails. He yeah. writes stand-up to appease people. And people want to hear Crystal talk about like uh, social media and girls and weird people on his podcast. He goes off. He's a lunatic. Yeah. He's like referencing like kung fu movies from the eighties that he used to watch when he was like six. Yeah. And his friends that he was friend like his Russian best friend when he was in like grade school. Like that's yeah. what like his podcast is. It's like a like a fever dream. Yeah. Um, no, I've listened to a couple episodes of it. It is just, it's like my brain. If if I just, just let repeats, my brain just go untethered. Yeah, he repeats himself so much. There's one episode on his podcast where he finds out that Jeremy Renner, like Hawkeye, yeah, also makes music and. He repeats the first six seconds of Jeremy Renner's song. I don't know what the song was called, but it's like it's like it's like a drum hit and goes, ah, and then like that's it. Yeah. Like, and it's that's and he plays that over and over and over again for an hour. Yeah, perfect. And it's and. <clears throat> Unless you're ready for it and you're ready to laugh, like it's not like 
people I like remember the first time I listened to him, I'm like, I fucking hate this. Yeah. Like this guy's gonna get over himself. And it grew on me. Um he but he's big on like the inside jokes. Like there's he's got another episode where it's like about how like he it's the episode is just called Blast. <laughs> just Blast. And he's like shooting the shit, talking about like him like he can like come on demand. Like he can it's like he saves it all up and it's like blast. It's a flam. And he's he like pretends he's all gonna like make fun of a guy and then like then I can like come. <laughs> and so he's like he's like and then he just I forget. He's goes like, Well you're like a stupid guy and then he plays that part of the back to black uh back in black by A C D C the beginning here, it's just like, it's just like the drum beats in, and it's like, but it's like the drum beats, and then he just, as soon as the guitar comes in, he goes, blast, and then I fuck your girl, and then that's, just, like, that's all he plays of the little thing, it's so stupid. <coughs> but yeah, well, um, I don't know about you. Huh? Guinness? Yeah. Look at you. Didn't want to make a snake eye or whatever the fuck they serve? Shark bite. Shark bite? Shark bite. What's the one we had at Grog? It was snake something. Maybe it was a snake bite, but I I thought it was a shark bite. I don't know. Potato, potato. A shark bite is Guinness and Down East Cider. I thought that was a snake bite. Or maybe it was snake eyes? I don't know what you're talking about. Either way, um, we are coming to a close because we're rambling now. Um, oh yeah, we've gone off the rails. We've gone off the rails. But this has been the second quarantine episode of Trolling Up. This has been the second episode in quarantine of the Trolling Stones podcast. Um, we want to give a shout. Out. We want to give a shout out to no one. Um, Absolutely no one. No. Don't care. We're all lit. We're social distancing from the people we want to shout out. Yep. So, um, please stay safe. Um, keep specifically the two of us and George St. Geeglin in terms of Joe Gilfaison in your prayers. Um, because we need to keep us specifically and those two specifically, um, as healthy as can be. Um, keep an eye out for more shit. Um, Guinness me and Plus Duncan Green Cider is a snake bite, according to Google. Well, maybe the Grog calls it a shark bite. No, because... the Grog definitely calls it a snake bite. Um, <laughs> either way, um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Keep it sleazy. All, all of our listeners. Keep it sleazy. Peace out, yeah. my cats and kittens. Peace out, my cats and kittens. This week on Yankee and the Brave. Back at it like a crack addict, Mr. Black Magic, crack a beast back. Power crack and craft magic, big daddy smoking big Cali in a black, alley in a black. Granddaddy rolling down, old natty how. Nappy Maddie as a black, granddaddy all back. No cabin, fat black, boat captain, stay floating, no flapping wave runner. I'm a gunner, I'ma have your block hot as a sauna all summer. And I put that on Osama and my motherfucking mama. I'ma tear out the actors playing like a
they want some drama I'ma chop em with a chopper till I motherfucking drop em Drop em, drop em Stag addict, I'm mad with the blackest fabric I'm back, I'm magically back in the dash When I'm ducking, rattin' that tats I'm running the truck over sucking shit Matter of fact, it's the ass and even the crack Automatic facts, it's like that when you put infinity in charge of shit All of us targeted, all we doing is arguing Harder to miss it, work until every pocket we picked and sold and harvested I'm ready to mob on these fucking charlatans